All right. So it was important cat literature. Important cat <laughs> literature. Is it related to today's no. episode? No. Well, it's just about Then kids. I think it could have waited, don't you think, Heather? Sorry. Okay, well, so now you have to share with the class. Uh, well, it's... Uh, God, I'm basically... It was me. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I, I'm joining a Facebook group called This Cat is a Cow. That is not correct. Because one of my... Well, it's for, you know, kitties that have, like, spots like Holstein cows. Mm-hmm. And uh... Fat Fat is a cow cat. And in fact, we call him Chubbum's Cheeks Moose Cows all the time already and this is the first <laughs> time that i have ever seen anybody else refer to a cat as like a a, a cow cat and i'm like that that's a cow cat he is he is so okay. i'm like i have to join this facebook group and i obviously Clearly. couldn't wait even though we're recording and trying to do like actual work on our podcast and to maximize every moment of the day right <laughs> yolo <laughs> all right oh. jb bring us in all right uh hello friendos uh welcome to episode 17 of that sick sweet 17. we are we are your sick friends i'm jb i'm justine i'm heather and uh we like to talk about sick stuff and you guys like to listen to sick stuff and if you don't you should stop listening because yes. that's weird that's weird to torture yourself like that turn us off right now you're not gonna have a good time so i don't know what we're in store for this week i'm very excited we're approaching halloween so i'm hoping it's going to be spooka spookified yeah it's it's uh related to i think we we did like a little twist on a spooky thing i think i think so yeah it's a little twist on classic spooky yeah but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wait a little bit to find out i'm just i'm just putting out my hopes and dreams into the universe that i want to be spookified a little bit spookify my soul oh yeah all right before we get into all of that, uh, so what sick things happened to you, that, guys, this week? In a bad way. It was sick nasty. I got nothing, really. Oh, my God. I had a really good one, and I've now completely forgotten about fuck me. I dropped a fucking votive candle on my toe, and it hurt like the dickens. But <laughs> oh, is your toe broken? I don't know. I didn't go to the doctor because... Well, there's nothing they can yeah, do that's, for you. That's like I'm not going to waste the copay on it. Uh, my toe looks real ugly, and it hurts to walk on. But yeah. Uh, so that's, that's what I got going on. Yeah. People in other countries that have socialized healthcare, we, we have to like basically say, but if we're going to pay $40 for them to say, uh, we'll tape your toe. <laughs> Take some ibuprofen. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. thanks. I'm on that, bro. I'm just going to watch a YouTube video and like tape it up myself or whatever. Oh, so mad. Just trying to spookify my place a little bit. Yeah. So what, was it a scented candle? It was. I, I was. Uh, I think I sent you a picture of my my sweet skull snow globe that I got at TJ Maxx. Uh huh. And I found these these really pretty like dark purple black like votive candles. And of course they're fucking scented like pumpkin spice. They're black votives, but they're scented like pumpkin spice. Yeah, it was weird. Ugh, they smell nice know, though. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm not like gonna hate on pumpkin spice because everybody really like loves having fun hating on like basic pumpkin spice and... i just wanted to be like a more sensual spooky kind of smell instead of pumpkin spice that's all yeah i can feel that like sandalwood or myrrh i just Ooh. bought some uh myrrh <laughs> i just bought some candles from um a co-worker doing a uh fundraiser for their mm-hmm. child and uh one of the flavors is 
flavors. pumpkin waffles. Yeah, flavors. Yeah, yeah like, don't eat that it. shit. One of the scents is uh, pumpkin waffles. That sounds cloying. Is it cloying? I haven't had it yet. I just bought it. So I mean, like I, I ordered, I put it on the paper. It smells so. very, very sweet. Like getting yeah. the Yankee Candle, like sugar cookie. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna sound like it smell. It's gonna smell like maple and pumpkin together. Mm-hmm. It might be nice. It might be yeah. fun. Yeah. I love maple. And then I bought another. They they used to have one. They don't. I I they didn't have it in the in the book this time but it was called at the mall <laughs> and it smells exactly like abercrombie and fitch no which is like cloyingly disgusting because that is cologne like like it's a very strong cologne scent i didn't buy it last time but uh one of my coworkers did and she was like it was too much Barf. i've never been in an abercrombie and fitch oh it was scary it was like really rapey it's like real dark and it's like the music is loud and you go in there and you're just like what the fuck? This is a store. And you just, I automatically, I only went there one time because I got a gift card uh, from a, one of my parents' friends that didn't know me. And they got me this gift card. Then when they saw me. Kids like them all. When they saw me, they were like, oh, I thought she was. <laughs> I thought I, you said she was a 16-year-old girl. Yeah, I thought she, she was is. a normal teen. Yeah. Well, this no. was years ago. This was like back in uh, college. So oh. I was like early 20s. So you weren't wearing your bondage pants anymore? No, I wasn't wearing my bondage pants anymore. But I definitely was like, you know, not dressing like somebody who dressed that. Not. In Abercrombie and Fitch. No, you, know? you were wearing Pokemon t-shirts and uh, right. and Dickies. Right. Yeah, exactly. Dickies and Pokemon t-shirts. Like, that's kind of my aesthetic in the 20s. I mean, in my 20s, rather. The <laughs> 20s. Not the 20s. The future 20s or the 1920s. In the future 20s, it's I can be start soon. wearing Pokemon again. Bring it back, yo. Yeah, why oh, not? Boy. Pokemon's still great. I remembered what my sickest thing of the week is. Oh, oh yeah, great. Good. Okay. So we can stop talking about candles. Uh, <laughs> fun fact. I don't really enjoy burning candles. No. Why? Because it's fire. Oh, I'm all about that candle light. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know that I don't like love fire. That's true. Yeah. I actually do not know. Well, you were a little afraid of the camp campfire. Not afraid, just like not entranced by it the same way you guys are. Yeah. I explained it. You're not interested in touching it and like no. manipulating <laughs> yeah. it. She's not the hound or anything. She's just not in the fire. The hound. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so the my sickest thing of the week is actually it was an article I read the other day about it was this these people who lived next door to a meat locker Ugh. place and and for and lived there for ten years had never really had any problems. That was a great burp, Jen. I should have done it more directly on camera. I mean, camera. Mike. Wow, we're we're basically using all of the wrong words today. We're eating candles and staring into our microphones. So anyway, um, so yes, yeah, so they were getting their house ready to sell, and one day, uh, all this blood came up through the drain in their basement because, blood. yeah, because um, the people, the meat locker had been like draining all the meat blood down the drain and it backed up into Ah, the neighbor's house and yeah and so i guess like what made this so sick was the photo there was like a photo that came with the article and it was just this like basement filled with blood that's a great sick thing that's very sick (laughs) that's like dexter's like dexter's (laughs) yeah i hate that and there's a guy in the picture standing in like galoshes in this basement looking around like well, that's blood in my basement. What do I do with all um, this blood? Yeah, I don't. There's so much blood. I don't really know what the outcome 
was, but yeah, I was just, yeah, I thought that was pretty gross. That's sick. But I did click on it. I mean, it was my bad. Hey. Yeah. The things I do for this podcast, let me tell you what. Good job, kid. (laughs) See how many of my sniffles I can edit out of this episode. Justine is sick this week. No, no, it's allergies. She's allergic to podcasting. You're allergic. Apparently. Yeah. I'm allergic to something. I mean, I've had like allergies on and off for the past like two months, I think. Anyway. All right. Well, any other sick, sick things? You got anything, Wood? No. Well, fine then. If you've got nothing else for me, I guess now it's time to decide who who gets to go first. I don't think it matters. You don't think it matters? I don't think so. Okay. Then All right. Then you guys are going to tell me your favorite Halloween costume you ever had or made, and I'm going to pick which one I like best, and then that person goes first. Ooh. Probably the year I went as Daria. Well, that's good. a good one. Yeah. That was good. Uh, let me see. And I did piece it together myself. I did not buy a Daria costume at ha- Spirit of Halloween. How passable as Daria were you? Yeah, I was like, fine. Fine. Yeah. All right. I was also Daria one time. <laughs> but I'm shocker. Gonna, I'm going to shocker, exactly. But I'm going to use a different one. I'm going to use one b- that, I, that I wore before I met you, JB, to try Even and Even before you, you met me? Yeah, as a child. In the way back when. Yeah, in the, in the long, long ago. All right. In the before time. I, as a kid, I dressed up as, I was, I think it was fourth grade. I was Cleopatra. Ooh. Oh. That was really cute. I know it's not like super interesting or spooky or anything like that. But was like that your favorite costume? But it was a really cool costume, except for whenever my I got sent to a Halloween party slash birthday party. And my mom did like my makeup. She's like, oh, Egyptians, they they wore like, you know, all this heavy makeup and blah, blah. And let me do your makeup. And she did like this like crazy, like smoky eye, like, you know, really nice makeup job like on me, like. Did you just rub it all off? Awkward fourth grade? No, but it just, it, I hated it and it, it scared people. Really? Uh, yeah, like I went to the, uh, I went to the Halloween party and I remember like my friend's little brother like looking at like one girl dressed like a zombie or whatever and wasn't scared or like a, or like a vampire and wasn't scared and then looking at me and being like frightened out of their life and I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> interesting. I'm gonna have to go with scary Cleopatra scary coming Cleopatra. at you. I feel yeah. like I feel like I always lose these every week. I'm sorry. Or you have to add a story to it. Oh. I, I padded, I padded my uh, yeah, yeah. See, because unfair. if she wouldn't have told me about scaring children with her cleopatra eye makeup it you probably would have won yeah it wouldn't be that scary it wouldn't been that weird rather all right so 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 that means i get to go first though yep. yes for the record i'm just gonna brag about my favorite halloween costume oh yeah when i was like six years old i had a hella tight rainbow bright costume mm. with a bright ass yellow wig and it was super awesome oh that's so cute yeah, it was. We it should was try tight. to find some throwback Halloween costume photos to post on the Insta. I got a mm. picture of that, and my brother is dressed like a little mouse. It's it's very adorable. A mouse? He's a little mouse with a little little Aww. blackened nose and little whiskers on him. Like if you can think of my brother being tiny and cute, he was tiny and cute. <laughs> Your brother is so tall. He is so tall. He's a tall man. Yeah, Not how tall a tiny is he? Six something? Six 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 seven? I don't know. That's he's tall so as fuck. tall. Yeah, he's tall as fuck. Yeah. I feel like like a little tiny human next to him. Yeah. I was uh, in the same grade as JB's brother, and I always remember. I remember specifically from eight, eighth grade. It was like I don't know if he. You did said it. there was just a year. Yeah, whenever I don't know he, if he was... did a growth spurt or some shit. Well, he was taking human growth hormones. Oh really? No. Oh. <laughs> 
my brother doesn't do steroids i'm like well i don't know like i need dudes in high school it's like oh it's a creatine or whatever anyways so i remember that like at eighth grade he must have just like really grown or whatever over the summer because i remember him like towering over the other kids and just walking down the hall like i just have this vision of him walking down the hall i'm just like shit he's tall like jeff is big like he's so tall now well yeah because in like when he was in seventh grade and i was in eighth grade like we were roughly the same size and then yeah that's that stopped quickly yeah anyway come on yeah let's anyway, go so the theme enough about that the theme for today is zombies oh okay all so right how do you feel spooky. about zombies um pro con i'm, I'm against them <laughs> Uh, do you like zombie movies? Not particularly, no. That's fine, because we're not going to talk about those at all. Oh, I hope you're going to talk what I want you to talk about. Okay. I think... I don't I know. Think, it's I think it's only might be. tangentially related to zombies, really. We did that thing we do where we pick a theme and then we... We kind of make, make a hard left turn. Yeah, so my... Uh, I'm going to be talking about drugs that turn you into a zombie. Spe- With pufferfish? Uh, No. We're not talking about any puffer fish. I apologize. All right. Well, that's what I wanted. Anyway, I'm not getting what I wanted. Maybe next time. What's the puffer fish? There's a puffer fish toxin that gives uh, zombie-like effects to people. Anyway, tell me me about your zombie drug. I missed that part. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't have that information to give you. So, okay. Ties in with the Simpsons very nicely. Yeah, I know, right? That's a classic Simpsons. So, uh, I don't know if you, have you guys heard of that drug, uh, Crocodile? Fuck yeah, that was my last spring break. (laughs) Sure it was. So. It wasn't. My last spring break was probably spent watching Son-in-Law drinking Yingling. Son-in-Law. So, Crocodile is a drug that is, it peaked in Russia in the early 2010s, pretty much. And you don't really hear about it very much anymore, have you? Just in Florida. (laughs) well yeah but i'll get to that later so um what exactly is it it's the legit version of it is called desimorphine it's a semi-synthetic opioid and it's uh it was first developed in europe i believe and used in switzerland and russia for medical reasons like legit medical reasons and they just they ceased the usage of it in 1981 just because like there's just in general better synthetic opioids that they have now it doesn't last as long i think and it's uh it's just like they've developed better ones and easier to get ones so what does it do to you? It acts like heroin and oxycodone and thing and the like. You know, it gives you sedation, numbing, and an analgesia feeling all over. So you feel kind of like you're in a warm bath. Like not to fantasize it too much, but I mean, if, it sounds pretty good so far. Have you guys ever taken oxycodone or like had like an injury where they they gave you Vikes or something like that? I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy the the blissed out feeling of a Vike. Yeah, yeah. I've had Percocet. Yeah, yeah. That's that has it in it. Oh, Percocet is Tylenol like and oxycodone. It. I don't like it. Yeah, it makes you nauseous. It's it's, I, it's not good. Op- uh, opioids are not good. I'm so not it's trying good to, if you don't like it. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to fantasize opioids. So you're trying to say if you like Vicodin, try co- crocodile. Don't try crocodile. So yeah, I'm gonna get into why it, like it's called the zombie drug. So it also causes respiratory depression, which is why people OD and die. Like you know, you know they fall asleep and then they they don't have they kick out their their uh, instinct to breathe here and then they're uh, they OD and they die. So crocodile is the street version of this des- desimorphine. It's cooked very much like meth, you know, like 
it can be synthesized in a lab legitimately where they control, you know, the variables and the ingredients and all that kind of stuff. And or it could be cooked on the street like methamphetamine where, you know, there's all kinds of toxins and uh, it's made they have to heat it up. You know, there's a heating portion of it. So like they use things like battery acid and gasoline and stuff like that. And a lot of those byproducts can get into the, the drug that you then go in and inject it into you yourself. So it basically got hard to get heroin in Russia because the government was uh, stemming the influx of heroin from Afghanistan. And so that's why people started cooking up this crocodile as a cheap substitute. So crocodile is called as such. It's the Russian word for crocodile because it makes your flesh look like leathery crocodile skin. That is bad marketing. Yeah. That's that's what it's called. It's like and people still are like, okay. Yes, because, please. Like, happy yeah. juice or something. No, yeah. you're gonna look like shit if you do this. Right, but that's that's the that's that's what uh, that's the face of drug. That's what jo- drug addiction is. It's like it's not um we're it's it's not something that people are like oh yeah I'm gonna go fucking do that that sounds great. It's people that are basically in circumstances that are a lot of times difficult and they need something to cope. With, yeah, right. They need they need a coping mechanism and sometimes this kind of shit is the only thing that's available. So. They the way they make it is they use codeine, which is available over the counter in Russia, unlike here, uh, iodine, red and red phosphorus, which is like from match strikers. Okay, so it's like, yeah, it's not pure in any way. They use, like I said before, gasoline, turpentine, battery acid is all in the synthesis of this process and leaves traces behind. So when you inject it, you heat it up and you inject it just like heroin. And one of the quotes I got from one of these users was, you know, he said, if you miss the vein, that's an abscess straight away. And an abscess is essentially a localized infection. It's like a little pocket of infection. And a lot of times you have to get those surgically like sucked out essentially and you have to be on a bunch of antibiotics to fix it so if even if you do get it in the vein though it's still causing damage because it's still so corrosive like depending on like what the fuck's in it of which like i said before you don't fucking know so your skin just like gets to this dark scaly patches of flesh like your tissue is just dying from the inside out it's like tissue necrosis like right away and like pus and infection and like bone becomes exposed oh why why so bad because these ingredients are so toxic you get it into your flesh and it just immediately starts like killing and eating it like they're just like i mean battery acid it's got a ph of god knows what (laughs) (laughs) i guess i just think of the things that go into meth and obviously people on meth don't look good but it generally doesn't look like that right 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 well russia goes hard in everything they do so they know. certainly true, true. do they certainly do and it's yeah i guess it's it's different in ingredients that um i'm not a chemist so no 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 yeah i was just curious yeah i can't quite answer your full question there i don't think um just the shit's more fucked up but there's a lot more toxic sus- substances in it and the fact that you're you don't in- well, I guess you can inject meth, but most people smoke it and you inject crocodile. That's the only way. And anything actually it could be it could be uh yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
as far as I read, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's the that's pretty much the only way people take it is by injecting it. And anything that's injected is way more dangerous than mm-hmm. any other way of in, of taking something in directly into your vein. And and uh, they don't they can't like regulate the potency either. So you could be having like a crazy, insane high dose or, you know, and, and not even know it in OD. So because of this, there's like rampant rates of HIV that have been happening because of like people injecting with dirty needles and things like that, which is like terrible. And but kind of the semi good news is you really haven't heard much about it because it, it was really not the epidemic that they thought it was going to be. Like all the articles that I saw were the latest one I saw was like 2013, 2014. Like they were like, oh, God, crocodile, this new thing. It's the scariest new thing. It's so ew, it's disgusting. It's going to cause your flesh to rot off. Like I saw the, this article um, that's like, oh, it's coming over to America. The monster is coming across the sea. And it's like that fucking never happened. And the reason why is because regular old heroin is super plentiful here and it's way better and it's just as fucking cheap you don't need to cook up crocodile over here because it's super easy to get heroin Hmm. which is sad yeah but that's you know Hmm. not that heroin's much better but it doesn't make your flesh rot from your bones literally yeah yeah it's not an abscess straight away yes heroin if you inject it wrong will cause abscesses but there's a way that um people can inject heroin called skin popping where it's essentially you and you don't inject the heroin into your vein you put it underneath your skin subcutaneously i've heard that's way worse yeah and that can definitely cause abscesses and stuff like that but Hmm. it's not like it's not like this where you do that and you're gonna lose your fucking hand like guaranteed you know it's pretty scary but it's it's not as it's not the epidemic that all these articles that i was seeing because i was like i was literally like oh i didn't know before i started researching it that i was like oh yeah really like hasn't been talked about in a while so was that the thing people were getting high on and like eating people's faces oh no i'm gonna get to that next oh so oh. basalt oh was so okay so, but just to back up to crocodile for a minute yeah. so crocodile is related to zombies because it rots your flesh off yeah because you're basically you're all, okay so it doesn't, you're it doesn't very... make you act like a zombie no but it makes you appear it makes like you a appear zombie to be a zombie Got yeah it. yeah you're you're uh walking around with rotting flesh on you and i guess you are on probably a heavy opioid high so you yes, are probably so. moving slowly drooling you know hmm. slurring your speech much like a zombie so yeah a little cool. bit of both cool a little bit of both so yeah bath salts glad you bath. brought that up because that's the second half um i always hear these two tied together right and that's why i had to put them together I, I'm, gonna be, party. I'm gonna be honest i i actually i think for a long time i thought they were the same thing me too mm. that hence why i asked the yeah. question i was like oh i thought crocodile was the thing that made you like bite people's faces yeah off. i'm glad i can dispel these rumors myth busting myth busting all over sorry the place. that was no, a trademark sorry, you can't say that nope TM. We are we are uh something fact checking <laughs> fact checking <laughs> that's boring. Okay, so uh, basically basalts. Now that crocodile isn't really super like huge, basalts are the big shit in Russia. Crocodile is out. Basalts, basalts are, are in. in. Okay, so psychoactive bath salts or PABS, P A B S, or <laughs> I found out what a really cute nickname they what they're called in the UK. They're, it's known as monkey dust. 
Oh, that sounds so whimsical. I don't know why. It's really cute. Monkey dust. So they're called bath salts because they look like bath salts, like the regular salts that you're, you know, you're going to soak in the tub with that are made of salt, Epsom salts, and basically uh, essential oils. Right. That's what regular bath salts are. This is not what that is. Bath salts that are, you know, bad for you and that are a drug contain the key ingredients MDPV or methylene dioxypyrovolerone and or mephedrone. I had to literally type that out phonetically so I would say that correctly. I do that all the time. It was it was like a big word. <laughs> you did a good job. Nice. Good job. So similar to basalt is flocka. Have you heard of flocka? Yes. Yep. Flocka, a.k.a. gravel, that replaced basalt after basalt became illegal. Um, flocka is actually Spanish slang It uh, for, it, like, it's a play on la flocka, which means pretty woman, beautiful woman. Mm. Pretty woman. It means beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Were basalts illegal at some point? Yeah. So um, I guess because they hadn't been, been invented yet to be made illegal, I'm guessing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, the this mephedrone, MDPV, it's the name of a group of synthetic recreational designer drugs, these basalts. Uh, so designer drugs are basically these drugs that are cooked up by somebody in a lab, usually in China. I listened to the. I listened to this great. Uh, I think it was on Fresh Air. They were interviewing this guy who wrote a book about like the fentanyl explosion in America, and it's just all coming in from China, from labs in China, and uh, so you can buy it on the internet, believe it or not, or you could. You probably still can. I don't know where the dark web, the Silk Road that doesn't that doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Uh, it was sold at head shops, you know, uh, or a dose on the street would be like three to five bucks. It's illegal now, but prior to 2012, it was legal in 41 states. So how does it work? Like, what does it do to you? How does it turn you into zombie? It fucks with your neurons and causes a large wave, wave of serotonin and dopamine to the brain. So uh, the neurological effects actually can be permanent. Whoa. Even if you only take it one time. Oh, no. You can have like these effects. Uh, it can be swallowed, snorted, smoked, or injected. Convenient. Yep. All the ways, pretty much. Probably sticking up your bum. I don't know. Everything is pretty much absorbable by your asshole. Injecting is causing the spread of HIV and AIDS and spread in, in Russia. So even though crocodile is out, you know, obviously anything being inject- injected with dirty needles is, is spreading um, things like hepatitis C and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so it causes agitation, hallucinations, excessive stimulation, erratic behavior. I don't know if you have you guys seen videos. I'm going to talk about that one specific episode shortly. Okay. You know, the one that you're thinking of. Yeah. I'm going to get to that. But I don't know if you guys seen have seen videos of people on basalt or flocka, but they are bananas. I have not. Yeah. They're just like very erratic, screaming, you know, belligerent, combative. They're not happy drunks. <laughs> not at all. So um, some Florida persons did some cool things uh, on basalts. Like, of course, Florida persons. Yeah. Gotta Sorry to f- our Florida listeners. Sorry, Florida persons. But, you know, you know what you did. Um, you know what you're like. Uh, like there's this one Florida guy. He broke down a hurricane proof door. <laughs> You know, just like they have like the superhuman strength sometimes. So they're like the zombies from 28 Days Later where they're like right, yeah. really strong and fast sometimes. I hate those zombies. Yeah, they're hard to run from. They're ugh. the Walking Dead zombies. I mean, seriously, how are you? I'm not get... scared of a Walking Dead zombie. No, really. hmm. no. 
But yeah, these guys are the fast zombies. So, uh, and another thing that this woman, this woman, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I know, sorry, I don't mean to laugh at, you know, drug addiction and things like that. But this woman was running around the streets yelling, claiming to be Satan or Dark Lord. And that's pretty cool. Hail her. I'm kind of cool with her. Hail her. You know, if I was on Bath Salts, I'd like to think I would do the same. You know, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. But how did she feel when she was done? Yeah, I hope she was okay. Oh. I hope she's in a good place now. Yeah. So people say the way it feels, it's like MDMA slash ecstasy slash, I guess, Molly uh, or cocaine. But apparently it's like that, but with a longer duration. That's why it's, it's appeal is like five to six hours. Mm. I thought like all of those other things lasted a long time. No, I hear I've never done the booger sugar, but I hear it only lasts like 20 minutes. No, no, I knew the, well, I've never done the booger sugar either, but I knew it didn't last very long, but I thought like Molly and stuff lasted a while. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know how long, but it does last. Anyway, yeah. I guess I would just put that in there because I, I, I mean, want to say it lasts way longer than the booger sugar. I was going to say five, I mean, five to six hours is a long time yeah, to be like high. Yeah, that's like acid time. It's a long time yeah, to be high. True. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously you can OD on this shit. Delirium, seizures, tachycardia, which means your heart is beating really, really fast hypertension, hyperthermia, you get really, really hot, you know, temperature can spike. So it can really, really turn you into zombie by way that it can get put you into kidney failure, give you a heart attack, liver failure, um, go into rhabdo. Rhabdomyolysis is probably the way it's going to turn you into the most zombie because what that is is the breakdown of skeletal muscle, muscle mm-hmm. and tissue. It's super, super scary and can really, really kill you pretty fast because um once that shit starts breaking down you can get infections really easily and your body's basically like attacking itself it also causes people to like commit suicide but that's probably because they're you know going through so many hard times they're they're not thinking right Mm -hmm. you know they may accidentally you know or purposefully but not really doing it in their right mind obviously commit suicide So you guys may remember uh, the quote unquote Miami cannibal attack of May 26, 2012. Sure do. I I hate to burst y'all's bubble. What? This was actually not conclusively a guy on basalt. What? What? It wasn't. Well, what was he on? I was really bummed. You know, the one thing that they found in his um, blood was cannabis. What? What? I know, but but let me, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to describe it. And he had to be on something, you know? So this, this man got naked. He's a naked man. His name was Rudy Eugene. He attacked and chewed the face of a homeless man. This gentleman called uh, Ronald Popo, P-O-P-P-O. These names, I'm sorry. These names are kind of funny. Rudy Eugene and Ronald Popo. Kind of cute. So (laughs) this poor homeless man that, uh, so Mr. Eugene, he accused Popo of stealing his Bible and it was suspected that he was on bath salts. But like the toxicology reports are inconclusive and disputed, like long story short, pretty much. So uh, Eugene beat Popo, ripped his pants off and then bit off 75 to 80 percent of his face, like pretty much everything above his beard. He had a big bushy beard, as many homeless men do, because, you know, they don't have access to, you know, grooming. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he 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 bit off his face. So 
one of his eyes was gouged out. The other eye was very much damaged, but not gouged out. Uh, a cyclist guy came upon this and called 911. And then uh, the officer that arrived at the scene was basically like, what the fuck? Like, the, uh, like, it literally said in the one article I read, the officer did a double take. After the officer did a double take, he ordered Eugene to cease. And what Eugene did was he just growled at the guy, growled at the cop, and continued to chew off, you know, this poor man's face. And um, I I say chew off because Mm -hmm. he actually didn't eat and swallow. Like when they did the the autopsy. Okay, getting ahead of myself. Once the guy did not comply with the officer, the officer shot the guy. So Eugene's dead. And they do the autopsy and there's no human flesh or anything inside his stomach contents. Okay. So he just, I guess, chewed and spit out. I don't know. So not necessarily full zombified, but still chewing your face. Uh, This was all, by the way, caught on the security camera of the Miami Herald building. All 18 minutes of this oh like, my whole God. brutal attack, which I did not watch, which I probably should have watched for research purposes. Is it, is it just like on YouTube? I don't know. I didn't That's watch really it. That's really gruesome. I, didn't see it. I don't want to see that. I know it's sick and we're supposed to like do like sick research for you all guys, but I didn't want to see that. No, you know what? We, we ta- you know, we talked about this, I think, in our first episode. You can be fascinated by sick things and not necessarily want to watch them happen. Yeah. And I think that's completely fair. Yeah. And I like to watch some sick things like pimple popping and mm-hmm. earwax extractions, but Are there stuff I don't I just want to read about. Right. I don't want I don't want to watch gore, especially when like actual people are actually being hurt or killed. Yeah, I, I, I don't watch want to watch it in a movie. No. That's like so that's it's like okay. dudes in high school that are like, "Yeah, did you ever watch Faces of Death?" Like, no, I don't want to watch Faces of Death. Yeah, that's gross. Anyway, yeah, don't feel bad. It's out there if you're curious. I'm sure. Somewhere. Yeah. Ugh. So to end my story, the small silver lining is that the public donated to help um, this guy, this homeless man, Mr. Poffo, his medical bills. So he, and he's allowed to live in the medical rehabilitation facility indefinitely. So that's that's nice. Oh, but that's a happy ending ish. Yeah. He's blind. His Ugh. face got bit off. He had to go through terrible, terrible tons of reconstructive surgery. Um, but I did read on uh, read that he learned how to play the guitar afterwards. So that's nice. Oh, that's well, pretty I'm, cool. I'm glad and, he's, and he has a home now. I'm glad he survived. I'm guessing yeah. he's not on basalts. No, he's not on basalts. The other guy was. Well, well did you say we, the argument was that uh, Mr. Popo had his basalts? No, no. Mr. Popo was the guy who got who got attacked. Yeah. Rudy Eugene was the guy who was suspected of being on basalts, and he's the one who attacked Popo. Oh, why did... So if it tur- so I know you said it's not conclusive that he was on bath salts. Mm-hmm. Um, why did they suspect him of being on bath salts in the first place? Because of the way he was acting. So other people have behaved yeah. similarly. Yes, not yeah. necessarily to the point of chewing off someone else's face. And like but- by Papo's own accounts, the the victim he described uh, the attack and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think like at the time, bath salts were kind of you know the emerging new, like the boogeyman yeah they were a bit of a boogeyman and it just seemed like like w- there was no other way i think for people to rationalize or like explain why this man would be so like belligerent and so just like all of a sudden just go off the rail so fast and so like erratically right um so they're definitely like i said they're the toxicology report is kind of disputed so 
I'm not saying he was on bath salts, but he, he you know, he, he was and he wasn't. You know, he still could have been. It's hard to say. But we do know this man was spending time around the homeless population in Miami and people had kind of recognized him. Um, I get that. I think he was doing like some kind of social work with it. But yeah. So that's my zombie stories. I mean, those are some good real life examples of zombies. And that was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So so thanks for that. Yeah, thanks, think, thanks, Russia. I think chewing on someone's face is always is always going to be. It's always a winner. Gross. Yeah. Oh, 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 winner. All right, Heather. That was uh, that was pretty disgusting. Thanks. So, so thanks for your take on zombies. Appreciate it. Uh, Justine, uh, what is your take on zombies? This is a really good one. I'm excited for this one. All right. So I really, really wanted to, I wanted to tell you a tale of real zombies, like yes. real actual zombies. And Fuck yes. And I found them. They're real, um, but specifically bug zombies. All right. Are a real thing that exists across several species around the world. And we're going to learn about them. Tell yeah. me more. I'm, I'm eager. I'm glad that you researched. I told you this the other night, but I'm glad you researched this and not me because. Oh, you would never, never know, been able to deal with it. I fucking hate bugs. No, you would have like stopped after the first one. You would have noped right on out. Are you going to be able to even listen to this? Yeah, because I saw a little bit of this on I, the David Attenborough. Oh, OK. Planet Earth. So, but it's still gross. Yeah. And I actually, I told her about it the other day too. So it's she's had, she's prepare. had some time to, yeah. Oh yeah. And in a meme, prepare oh my God, herself. I forgot to show you, but a meme popped up today on Wild Green Memes for Ecological Themes that literally is about exactly what you're going to talk about. I'll That's show you. That's amazing. I was just like, how is this coincidence? <gasps> I don't even follow them. Yeah. Okay. So before I jump into it, I compiled my information from three main sources, Scientific American, BBC and Mental Floss, but most of my information actually comes from research done by Matt Soniak for Mental Floss. Um, it was a really interesting read and very accessible. So um, I'll put those links up on our webpage eventually. I've literally put links up for none of our episodes yet. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. a lazy, lazy ass. I but, had legit sources as well. Sorry I didn't cite them. Yeah, we're. Same. You don't even have any sources for I this do week. Have well, no, I today? mean like, oh, I thought you just been for our podcast in general. Oh, yeah. In general, we haven't done it, but specifically today. Oh, yeah. You're off the hook today. Yeah, I did okay. not cite shit this week. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> anyway, um, so first up are Brazilian carpenter ants. So if you happen to be wa wandering through the jungle in Brazil, you might come upon one of these ants or specifically um, this ant's corpse with its jaw clamped to a leaf approximately one foot off the ground and a fungal stalk sprouting through its head Ugh. Okay. so how on earth does the ant get into this predicament fungal stalk yeah in this case the fungus is called and man i'm gonna butcher this the fungus is called orphiocordyceps unilateralis oh, that good. Good. thanks guys um so once this fungus gets into the ant which this happens because the ant has little holes in its exoskeleton, like teeny tiny ones we can't see. And the mm -hmm. spores enter through these holes. It starts to duplicate itself and build a fungal network inside the ant. Now, mm -hmm. at this point, the ant's still totally fine. Just like walking doing around, its doing its business. on Lifting the... things thousands yep. times its weight, yep. you know, <laughs> doing as you do. Yeah, doing ant things. And so as this is happening, the fungus is actually consuming the ant's soft tissues. Ooh. But it leaves vital organs intact. So it keep the ant lo alive long enough to do its bidding. 
Oh my god. Fucking evil mushrooms. Diabolical. So eventually the fungus gains control of the ant, but it's not 100% clear how this happens, at least based on the, you know, extensive research I did, i.e. free articles. So, (laughs) you know, um, but basically one article said that the fungal network worms into the ant's brain and that's how it takes over. While another article literally said the exact opposite and said the fungal network never reaches the ant's brain. So mystery. Yeah. At any rate, the fungus gets control of the ant and the ant has no choice but to leave its happy home crawl up a nearby plant to that specific height I mentioned because it offers the best climate situation for the fungus to propagate. And when it gets there, it clamps, the fungus forces the ant to clamp its jaws down onto the leaf. And then the ant, that's where the ant stays. It's done. It never moves again. Once the ant is there, the fungus then grows the stalk that breaks through the ant's head and releases spores which fall down on the forest floor and infect new unsuspecting ants. Oh, that's so fucking gross. It's nature, baby. Oh, my God. Like, I feel so bad. I never felt so bad for an ant. You are going to end up feeling even worse for all sorts of bugs you never thought you would feel bad for. Oh, yeah. See, you're turning me into a bug lover. Yeah, you're going to feel empathy for the buggies today. I'm going to be a fungus hater. Yes. Yeah, the the fun guys... Are bad guys. Yeah, they're uh, not very fun guys. <laughs> not fun guys at all. So um, what's interesting actually is that there are multiple variations on this type of fungus that are adapted to different needs based on the climate. So, for example, in South Carolina, there are ants that are infected by a very similar fungus, but they clamp themselves onto twigs instead of leaves because this fungus needs to survive through the winter before in our it can country? release. Yeah. This is happening in our country. Yeah. <laughs> um, it needs to survive through the winter before it can release its spores. Right so in front of my salad? A, a leaf is too flimsy, whereas the twig will gotta, stay put. Gotta get in there. Wow. Yeah evolution baby yep it knows like we live in we live in was it north carolina or south carolina uh this is south carolina we live in south carolina yeah you gotta get on that twig so next up we're gonna meet the orb weaver spider oh yeah <gasps> that name sounds familiar it does actually so when left to its own devices a spider will happily weave webs and snack on bugs sounds but good in costa rica Tangled a, a tropical weave. wasp species fuckers h a gyrophaga oh, is actually a parasite wasp that uses the orb weaver to incubate, feed, and protect its young. I appreciate you trying, you know, doing your best to um, use the scientific names. Honestly, it's because these are the only names that were in the articles. Yeah. Once I, once I see a bug with the real name, I use the real name. <laughs> Trust. Trust. So what, they were the, the H. Guy Fieri uh, Fago wasps? Is that the name? No, it's not that. It's a different wasp, and I'm not going to say it again. So first, the female wasp stings the spider to paralyze it, and it lays its egg on the spider's abdomen. Uh. And once the egg hatches, the larva feeds on the spider's hemolymph, which is a cool new word I learned, and it's a technical term for what we would call bug blood. Oh. Hemolymph. So, okay, you may or may not be able to answer this question, but um, I'm just thinking out loud here so the bug has this exoskeleton that's what bugs have right Mm -hmm. it's made of chitin and inside is like all the gushy mushy like insides Mm -hmm. they don't have blood vessels do they is there like bug blood just like kind of 
live like do their like little bug organs live inside the bug blood i don't fucking know (laughs) are they like gushers inside oh god moving on these are questions for another episode moving on so at this point the spider is no longer paralyzed um and is just going about its business so the wasp has laid its egg and it's and it's left but after some time the larva is actually ready to build its cocoon so it forces a spider to create a web that is custom engineered to um support a wasp cocoon so the orb weaver spider will on its own make a certain type of web but because this wasp has injected its venom into the spider and then now this larva has been sucking on the spider's hemolymph at some point the spider has become infected with something that causes it to behave differently and create a different kind of web than it normally would it's getting all like dance puppets yes so dance puppets a typical spider web is too flimsy to support the weight of a wasp cocoon so the larva like i said it injects a chemical to into the spider that forces it to build a specialized reinforced web by repeating just the first few steps of its web building process multiple times so it's like the spider is doing its thing but instead of like completing the whole cycle it kind of like stops rewinds and starts over and it just does that again and again and again Oh, it gets stuck in a little groundhog day. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, or like a record skipping or something. Yeah, yeah, record skipping. So, For all you kids out there. Right. So um, what the result is a web with uh, highly reinforced anchor strands and a small intersection. And then when the spider is done, it goes and sits in the middle of its creation and just sit and just waits for the larva to kill it. At which point the larva eats the rest of the spider and builds its cocoon and goes on with its life. Oh, this poor spider. Yep, yep. Why can't you feel bad for another bug? I do feel Mm -hmm. real bad. You know what? I actually do legit like spiders. I do not kill spiders in my house because spiders eat the flies. Well, I rescue, I leave them alone unless I find them in a place where they shouldn't be. So I found a spider on the kitchen floor the other day and I did, I took it outside. Yeah. It was actually, it was all, I think the cat had already, so Rowdy won't eat the spiders really he kind of like messes with them. He fucks around with them and traumatizes them and Aww. sometimes accidentally kills them. But I think he mostly just likes playing with them. Yeah. He's a kitty. He likes oh, to yeah. fuck with shit. So um, when I found this spider, I think Rowdy had already been fucking with it because the spider was doing that thing where it was just like all scrunched up playing dead. Yeah. And looked. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. And so then but then when I put the glass on top of it, it like woke back up and it was like three times the size that I thought it would be. So <laughs> that was cool. And then I take it outside. But anyway, moving on. So on the topic of feeling sorry for bugs you never thought you'd feel sorry for. <laughs> have you ever in your life felt sorry for a cockroach? Oh, gosh, probably not. Well, you're um, about to. I'm I think gonna. in the episode, whenever they were like burrowed and stuck in people's like ears and noses and stuff, I felt a little bad for them. A little bit, but that was their fault. Uh, I know. I still they brought I, it on themselves. I don't feel bad for them. All right. Well, you're, you're about to. I think they're survivors. Sure, that doesn't make me feel bad for them, though. That makes me feel like, okay. So, <laughs> another wasp known as the jewel wasp. See, Fuck this one, I did, not, wasp. I did not use the scientific God name. God damn you fucking wasps. Um, the jewel wasp turns unsuspecting cockroaches into zombified baby incubators, much like the orb weaver spider. Oh, wow. So, first, the 
wasp will attack the cockroach and sting it in its thorax. So common thread here. At which point the cockroach collapses to the ground, unable to defend itself. Next, and this is super sick, the wasp withdraws its stinger and sticks it in the cockroach's brain. Ah! Oh, bitch! And when it hits the right spot, the wasp releases a venom that doesn't kill or paralyze the roach. It turns it into a zombie. Stab you in the brain, bitch. So after that's done, (laughs) this part's funny. uh, The wasp will literally hold on to the roach's antenna and guide it like a pony to the wasp's burrow. What? So the wasp will ride the coat, the roach. What? While like steering it using its antenna. That's kind of cute. The visual I have in my head is hilarious. Yeah. It's a little cute. I'm sorry. It's not cute at all. You're a fucking sociopath. (laughs) Fucking funny. (laughs) An animal's riding another animal. It is funny. With his like stinger in his brain no the stinger's been removed <laughs> from the brain at this point oh okay okay well then that's fine okay but he has been stabbed in the brain so yeah. once they get to the burrow the wasp lays its egg on the roach and leaves when the egg hatches the larva burrows under the roach's abdomen and feasts on its organs over the course of a week it goes through its pupil stage inside the roach and busts on out a few weeks later fully grown it does like the chest burster thing i guess you uh, never saw alien no I've never coming. seen Alien, but I know what the chest burster thing is. Out. So I'm coming, I'm coming out. I want the world to know. <laughs> I'm glad you find the cockroach's plight funny. <laughs> uh, whatever. There's a thousand cockroaches. Okay, so we feel so so far you feel bad for the ant and the spider, but not the cockroach. No. Even though the cockroach got stung in the brain and then ridden around like a pony. Also, it's by a fucking wasp, which we all know is we Actually, hate wasps. the worst Actually, thing the worst. that exists. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I do feel a little bit bad because right, yeah, wasps are the worst. A little bit bad. All right. Another zombie bug, another parasitic wasp. Fucking wasps. Fucking wasps. I had no idea the wasps were the catalyst for all this. Well, you know, let's be honest. Like, wasps are the worst. We, I mean, they, they are. are. Like, yeah. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. So this time, the wasp takes advantage of adorable little caterpillars Aww. by, shocker, laying its eggs inside the caterpillar's body. So, Typical. as you can probably guess, the eggs hatch and the larvae chew their way out of the caterpillar. But the caterpillar isn't dead yet. It's just turned into a zombie bodyguard. Oh. So, a couple of the larvae, they stay behind in the body and give up their chance to grow up. Yeah. In order to protect their siblings. And they do this by controlling the caterpillar from the inside. Somehow. Not super clear how. Um, but the larvae that escaped go into their cocoon stage while the remaining larvae force the caterpillar to stand guard over the cocoons motionless. So you can imagine a caterpillar just sitting there next to some wasp cocoons. And if a suspected predator gets too close, the um, larvae that are inside the caterpillar forces it to get all violent. So thrashing around or even like whacking itself into, you know, I don't fucking know the bird or the, Chipmunk, I don't know. What? I don't know. What I don't know what caterpillars are I, interacting with. What what I, don't, you? I don't know what tries to eat a wasp cocoon. Like I can't uh, imagine spiders. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, ironically, it's caterpillars. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably another wasp. Yeah, so anyway, probably. actually, these wasps these wasps have a pretty good track record of surviving thanks to its zombie protector. And once the adult wasps emerge from their cocoons, a caterpillar bodyguard dies from starvation because this whole time it's been 
like being forced to be a bodyguard. It's not doing anything else. It's been like it's not a, taking care of itself at all. It's just been sitting like a there. little tauntaun. You slice it open and you just no wait. That's a not a good. That's a Star Wars reference that you guys are not understanding. Well, I you're I'd, looking at me with like blank expressions. I'm sorry, Heather. I'm not a fucking nerd. Oh, <laughs> I know. I mean, because it's not really like that at all. Yeah, the except for the part. Dead. Except for the part where you know Luke was inside of it. Okay, but other Justine than that, knows. it's not at all like Justine knows. You know I'm not getting any Star Wars references. <laughs> Have you ever seen any Star Warses? I saw like, I don't know, one. You don't like you don't like a Star War? I don't, no. Oh. I'm I'm very mad on that. I've seen them all. Oh, but we talked about this because yeah. you didn't see them until you were grown. I didn't see yeah. them until I was twenty. So yeah. I was just like, what's the big deal? No, I can the understand. The pacing that. of this movie is terrible. No. I think the all little right. like little fuzzy Ewok guys are kind of cute. Now yeah. it's about oh, that's the, the everybody worst hates thing about the Star Wars movies. Well, I don't fucking like Star Wars, dog. All right, y- you know what, JB? I like the I like the Ewok one, and then everybody's like, oh, the Return of the Jedi and the Ewoks are the stupidest part. I was like, oh, I like Return of the Jedi, but the Ewoks are the stupidest part. But they're little teddy bears. But it's just something that like a, a small like you know a, a a young girl might enjoy. Little teddy bear you guys. Twenty. So cute. Uh, shut up. <laughs> We're still small All right. children. All right. All right, children. One more. Can we make it through one more zombie bug story? Yes! Is it about fucking wasps? No. I'm enjoying Good. these. I love this. All right. By the way, I'm, I find this so interesting. No more wasps. We're done with wasps. Although I'm sure there's many more examples of wasps being dicks too. Because they're Various just like... Bugs. This is going into my able. anti-wasp manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> um, so our last example are grasshoppers and crickets that get turned into zombies by a parasitic worm. So Ooh, there's worms. Yes. Yeah, so there's a specific type of parasitic worm. I f- did not write down the name because I'm a dum-dum. No worries. Um, it matures on dry land, but it needs to be in the water as an adult in order to mate and have offspring. We have 10 fans. No worries. No one's going <laughs> to care. We have 30 fans. 30 fans. Thank you very much. It's got to go to the beach to get down. <laughs> so luckily for the worm, it's been growing up inside its grasshopper or cricket host, so it simply releases a protein that fucks with the insect's nervous system. Um, the article did not specifically say it was a prion, but I'm guessing maybe it's a prion. Do you guys know what a prion is? Yeah, we talked about this before. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, with it's the, the kuru. Fu- it's a fucked up. It's a fucked up. Oh yeah. Proteins that like terrible. Yeah, they're they're scary. Um. So anyway, this protein um is really similar to proteins that the grasshoppers and crickets produce on their own. But so it like sabotages and like fucks them up and like compels them. So what I read was um, that it basically makes them behave much more erratically and like uh, like like jump around more and be attracted to light where they normally would stay away from light. And so all this extra activity increases the chance that they will eventually find themselves near a body of water and then fall in. At which point um, the grasshopper or cricket dies because it doesn't actually want to be in the water, but it had to drown itself because Jack, it had no control over what it was doing. Jack, I'll never let go. <laughs> the cricket is Jack. Is it? Yeah, it drowns. That's I think tenuous. you're anthropomorphizing that's, that's, these, this is, these insects. This is tenuous at best. <laughs> I was so, just like, basically, uh, that was the first thing that popped in my head when I thought about people drowning was Titanic. <laughs> classic. So um, once the bug has drowned itself, the worm wriggles out of the host's body 
And by the way, um, upon maturity, this worm is several times longer than the body of the host it was just in. Which is so gross. Worms are (laughs) sick in general. We haven't talked about worms yet, but we should probably do a worms episode. Worms? Yeah. Oh, my God. Digging in my garden. This is terrible. But digging in my garden, I'll be like digging up, um, you know, planting my flowers and shit. And like sometimes a big fat earthworm will come up and I'll be like, oh, my God, holy shit. Like it scares me every time. I don't, but that's how you get dirt, bitch. Yeah. Don't be hating on the worms. I know worms are great and they eat dirt and they poop dirt and it's great and all that stuff. But they still like, I like I was just like, it's wiggling and oh. gross. I don't mind. Earthworms are fine, but I yeah, don't. I don't. But I don't like all the other kind of worms that exist, like oh, like hookworms and roundworms and this worm. worm. I don't like this worm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This so, worm is- so anyway, you, you guys, I, I had one sentence left and we couldn't get there. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, the worm lays a bunch of eggs. Well, it mates, lays a bunch of eggs, which then get swallowed up by its next host, and the cycle starts anew. Ugh. And that's that's, so that's what I got. Zombie bugs. Uh, it was so gross. Thank you. It was <gasps> disgusting. But you're welcome. Yeah. It was very sick. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thank it, you. It so confirmed much. my beliefs that wasps are in fact the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. God. True. They are the worst. I hate them. I'm sorry. I know they have like. A, what is their role? What do they? What good do they do? They do, do have Nothing. a role in the ecosystem. No. I think they do pollinate. And they do, and do we could have more things? bees because you know what wasps kill bees and I'd rather have a billion more bees. Oh, do they? Wasps I think, kill bees. I think wasps only. I think, so. I think they only exist for themselves. Maybe I'm spreading wasp hate. Wasp hate. Truth. Wasp hate. I'm not a literally big fan of wasps. At me if you know any positive, posy wasp facts. Oh, you're gonna get added. No, at who's gonna at me? No one's gonna at me. No one's gonna at you. Because well, nobody's got any. No, well, because no one ever at us. Nobody's anyway. ever added us yet. Come at me, bro. I dare you. Anyway. <laughs> what? I just thought that was a ridiculous uh wasp thing. Yeah. Well, okay, Justine. That was that was pretty gross. So so thanks. You sound real grossed out. Yeah, the, well, I'm on the inside, maybe. Yeah, I mean it's hard to gross me out. Whatever. It's fucking That's bugs true. doing gross shit, but <laughs> Other people get grossed well, out. What else are they gonna do? Out. I was grossed uh, out. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just I'm stone cold. So let's stone try cold to bitch. let's try to warm my heart in the hearts of our listeners with sickest thing of the week in a good way. The cockles. I of said it right. Yeah. <laughs> I think. You did. I was gi- I was giving JB shit before. Yeah, because I'm because I'm a rude, rude person. Sometimes things come out of my mouth and I don't say I'm no good. I'm, right. I'm the Charlie Kelly of this podcast. <laughs> It's okay. He's the cutest one. He is. He is. He's the best. He's the best one of them. He's the heart of the gang. He is. And he's also the the stupid, stupid idiot, too. Stupid, stupid. (laughs) True. He does do things like put his his foot in a bear trap for uh, the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, (laughs) which I would not do for you guys. I would not put my foot in a bear trap for you guys. That's okay. Do you have silver spray paint out of a sock? I mean, I'm not telling people what I do in my personal time. Okay. Well, anyway. Just kidding. I do that all the time. Anyway, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, okay. For me, it is that uh, the new season of Letterkenny dropped on Hulu on Monday. So and I already watched. The new season of Letterkenny dropped it the other day. I watched it. <laughs> I already watched it all. Um, How many seasons it, of great. that are there? Is I that mean. Bajillion. Like six? six? But they're really short. I just finished. Uh, they're like they're like British TV shows with like six yeah. episodes, oh, and okay. I think they were releasing two seasons a year for a while. 
I, I I've only finished the first season, but uh, it's 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 good. It's funny, and the main guy is hot. Mm-hmm. I, I've liked what I've seen. I just have never sat down and like, you know, taken a big chunk out of you it. You need yeah. to like proper binge it. Yeah, yeah, that's what we've been trying to do. Proper binge. Yeah, and but yeah, you get to see some good man meat. Like he is like like Justine said, he's not just a snack; he's a whole meal. Like I said, off mic so far, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> off mic, <laughs> off mic. Justine's like mm. she's being saucy. Is a whole damn meal. Whole damn meal. Yeah. Wayne is great. Uh, I'm done with that. Uh, The sickest thing for me in a week uh, this week was I finished my Halloween costume, which I'm going as every year. I like to do uh, a witch uh, or a variation on a witch because witches are the fucking best. You know, they're the best thing in the whole world. Clearly witches uh so this year i'm doing like a forest witch type concept and i made i'm really obsessed with jackalopes and i've always kind of been as a little kid uh when i went on vacations as a kid is it from watching america's funniest people in the jackalope character no i don't know what that is oh um but it's from uh it's from going out west uh and vacationing as a kid and going to like wyoming and stuff and there would be these postcards with these bunny rabbits that had little deer antlers on them i'm like oh my god they're so cute and they're called jackalopes and it's nothing but um basically rogue taxidermy where it's just you know somebody took a bunny and they put deer and they sold you know and they sold it as uh this legend and it wasn't i actually did research to make sure i wasn't culturally appropriating at all oh good for you because it's it's not it's it's basically made up by some white guys looking to make money (laughs) like so it's exactly our hair. Uh, what's more American than that? Yeah, like it's like these two these these white guys like were like, oh yeah, we're gonna create this myth of this beast, you know, called the jackalope. So I made this jackalope headdress out of paper mache, and um, it's got horns and it sits on my head, and it's like, it's a little heavy. I gotta worry about not like tipping my head over. But and I'm uh and I I adorned it with all kinds of leaves and things of that nature and it just looks very foresty and and I'm going to be this like I'm going to wear my pentagrams and shit. I'm going to be, be this spooky forest witch and I'm really excited. And it looks amazing. It looks, so, it looks good. so good. Thanks. It looks so spooky, so spooky. JB. Oh, I told I somehow totally forgot and kind of on theme for Halloween times. Uh last weekend I went and saw Evil Dead the musical. What? Really? Yeah, it was great. You didn't tell me about this at all. I don't think I did. No. Wow. Okay. So yeah, dish. And it was like the like the campy version. So it wasn't. It wasn't like very tongue in cheek. It's very tongue in cheek. I love it because I had seen the last the last like movie that came out at the theaters like within the Um, last five years. Army of Oh no no no! no, no. Like they 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 rebooted the original Evil Dead, and it was like a like a spooky version, and I fucking. Hated, uh, hated it, uh, yeah, because it was like a real horror movie, and it was gross. And but I, you're talking this this musical was like Army of Darkness, where it's like campy and fun, yeah. and this is my boomstick, and this and that. Yeah, and like the jokes were so funny. Wow, and the songs were really good. Where'd you see this? I saw um, there's a theater in um, in West End, like the what? neighborhood West End. Yeah, there's a little theater there. Oh, I'm like, we have a West End. Yeah, yeah, where like the West End Overlook is. Oh. 
Yay. It's literally an entire neighborhood. Yeah, I really thought West End was just like Carnegie, Craft, and Ingram, etc. No, apparently West End is a neighborhood. It's an actual. That's the name it's of an actual neighborhood. Okay. neighborhood. If you go across West End Bridge and then navigate yourself around the West End Circle, you will find yourself in the West End. Oh, yeah, because like I always thought of West End as like that's just like like the, the end of the city, general like Western how area. well like how the East End is yeah, just I the eastern the area and not an but actual neighborhood. Right. Exactly. Okay. Cool. And there were, and yeah, and they had like blood splatter and there was a splash zone no way i was not in a splash zone we Tight. were we were sitting like kind of too far back for that but yeah it was really cool oh that sounds like so fun. if anybody gets a chance to watch the evil dead musical it's so great i can't recommend it oh, enough. maybe i'll try and catch awesome. one maybe i'll try and go out there i think it's yeah i think it's in town for a couple more weeks oh yeah oh yeah. it's a touring thing um or the local theater is producing it for the next couple weeks local theater the local theater pittsburgh cultural trust no that's that's down on penn avenue yeah it was it was not that yeah but hey that's awesome that sounds great it was super sick super sick super sick so guys uh if you enjoy listening to us and we surely hope you do consider subscribing to us on your favorite podcasting apparatus such as apple stitcher spotify or, you know, whatever you like, that's just fine. Um, and if you can take a second to rate us five stars, that would be absolutely amazing. Thank you, please. Thank please. you, please. Um, and if you don't like us, that's fine. Just don't subscribe, don't rate, and you can say mean things to us on Twitter. That's yeah. cool. If you don't like us, just like STFU, please. Um, but and <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at that's sick pod, on Instagram at that's sick podcast. Visit our website site at thatsickpodcast.com or email us at that's.sick.podcast at gmail.com and so until next week don't chew off anybody's face because that's that's sick. sick